Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Go to the sixth inning, and the Bisons make a pitching change. They go from a left-hander to a right-hander. He is Colin Witzke, a 6'3 junior from Aurora, Illinois. And, John, he is also out of Kalamazoo Valley Community College. Well, he's making his 13th appearance all in relief. Looks like he's thrown a, about an inning each time he's gone out there because uh, he's given up 12 runs, 11 hits. Uh, 12, uh, 12 runs, 11 of them earned on 12 hits in 12 innings. 12 walks, 11 strikeouts. Numbers and about the same across the board. Yeah, 8.25 ERA. Last outing was uh, April the 16th at Stetson. Pitched one scoreless inning. Leading he will face Brett Coker. Leading off here in the sixth inning for the Raiders. Coker, 0 for 2, is grounded out, hit into a double play. And Whiskey with the pitch inside ball one. The name is spelled W-I-T-Z-K-E, Whiskey. The pitch. Strike call, one and one to Brett Coker. Line on the starter, Michael Dunkelberger. He goes uh, five innings, gives up two runs. One of them earned on five hits, no walks, two strikeouts. There's a ball hit to left center field. That ball's deep and way back and leaping up against the wall. Can't get it. It's off the wall, and Coker's in at second with a stand-up double. I had to wait and see if the left fielder caught that ball, John, because he tracked it to the wall and leaped up. I couldn't tell whether uh, it – I thought it might even get over, but it didn't. So Coker with the double at second base, no outs, as he greets uh, the new pitcher rather rudely. And the batter will be Briggs Rudder. Well, he's got a runner now in scoring position with less than two outs. Pitches a fastball, misses outside, ball one. Leadoff double, you've got to get that man uh, to the plate. You've just got to. Rudder's 0 for 2, around a bunt, pushes it down. Pretty good bunt. Third baseman has to handle it and throws to first in time, and that will get Coker to third. It'll be a sacrifice. 
Third to first for the first out. Now with the runner at third and one out, it is imperative to get that runner home, John. J.T. Mabry, the batter. Enfield's going to come in. Mabry single in the second, grounded out in the fourth. And the right-handers pitch outside ball one. In this situation, you just have to want to hit it somewhere. Right. Put the ball in play. You just don't want to hit it right to one of these infielders. Right-hander delivers. Swung on, hit to right field. They'll tag the runner at third. Running catch. Here comes Coker to the plate. Throw to the plate is off the mark, and the Raiders have another run. Uh, that uh, that was not that deep. And, and the, the right pro- fielder made a running catch. So he had his momentum going toward home plate on the throw. 16, Jackson, Galloway. Mabry will get a run batted in on a sacrifice fly, and that's out number two. They're going to they're gonna appeal. And they, they want to talk uh, to see whether or not uh, – Coker left too early. The only head coach came out of the dugout right away, and the plate umpire signaled and they're gonna safe. Go, they're going to go look at it. That'll be our second replay in this game. So that will uh, give me a chance to tell you about a couple of our good sponsors. Sure. Lightning's locker room. Powered by textbook brokers. That's the place to get your Blue Raider gear. You can see the selection online if you don't want to go down there. MTSUgear.com. Or if you want to see it in person, go by the Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game base provider. Powered by textbook brokers. Well, you can actually get a pretty good selection downstairs in the... uh, the Across from the uh, concession stand at Reese Smith Field. Yeah, right by the elevator. Mm-hmm. Those ladies will be happy to see you on Friday night. First Vision Bank is a proud partner of MTSU Athletics. They're the strikeout partner this season. I want to remind you, they want to remind you, don't strike out on your banking services. First Vision Bank, providing more power to your business. And of course, our home run sponsor, we'd like to be able to mention them more often, but uh, it's time to go home. Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of MTSU is our home run sponsor this season. And the call in the field stands, so the Raiders uh, get another run across. It is now a three to one ball game. That sacrifice fly works. Give JT Mabry a, an RBI on that. And with two outs, the batter is Jackson Galloway, and he takes a strike call, nothing than one. Galloway has popped out and fly to right. 0 for 2. Witzke, the right-hander, delivers. Ball inside, one ball, one strike. I guess his inning so far is what small ball is all about, right? A leadoff double and a, a sacrifice and a sacrifice, and all of a sudden you've got to run. High ball two, two and one to Galloway. Yeah, had it not been for the good bunt by Briggs Rudder, 
Coker would not have been at third base in position to score. That's right. On that fly ball. And the pitch taken outside, ball three. Three and one. Right-hander winds and fires. Swung out and missed. Full count now, three and two to Galloway. Two outs in the sixth. The run is in. Raiders leading three to one. And ball pours way outside. <laughs> that ball got away from the catcher all the way back to the screen. John, that's the first walk the Raiders have had in this game. Galloway's at first with two outs, the and the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. Well, that's uh, actually the first uh, walk that uh, Lipscomb has issued now. Let's see if we're in the sixth inning. Uh, first walk in 13 innings because they didn't walk anybody last night. Here's Boyd, who is grounded out and struck out. 0 for 2. Galloway now the runner at first with two down. And the pitch is taken for a strike. Nothing in one. Jeremiah steps out of the box, looks down to his third base coach. He's ready. Kevin he, Nichols flashing a few signs. He needs to break out of this slump right now. The pitch. Took it outside, one and one. Now you get into a slump like he's in and all of a sudden you wonder whether you're ever going to get another hit. One ball, one strike. Ball hit high and deep to left field, and that one is gone. Jeremiah Boyd, maybe that'll break him out of that. A two-run homer deep to left field. Two more runs will be in, and the Raiders will lead it by a score of five to one. And for Jeremiah, that's his ninth home run of the season. He got all of that one, John. He sure did. It was a no-doubter right off the bat. Maybe he can ride that into a good weekend against Rice. It's hit number two, runs number two and three off Witzke. The batter is D.J. Wright. Takes the pitch outside, ball one. And the right-hander delivers high, ball two, two and oh. They've got uh, somebody throwing in their bullpen, you just don't know who. Two balls, no strikes. DJ cuts on this one and fouls it back, two and one. All right, Jeremiah, your last home run was back on April the 6th at Western Kentucky. It's home run number nine. There's a strike, two and two. DJ Wright. Has scored two runs. He's been safe on an error and has doubled. He's crossed the plate twice. Drills this one. Oh. The third baseman will hide a leaping catch on that line drive. 
And had base hit retired the side. And it double written all over, didn't it, Dick? Three runs in the inning on two hits, including a big home run by Jeremiah Boyd. Nobody left. On two hits, no errors. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning, Middle Tennessee 5, Lipscomb 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom half of inning number six for the Bisons. Trace Wilhot, who made that uh, nice catch at third base to end the Raiders' sixth inning, will lead off the sixth inning for the Bisons. Kota Sato now has his longest outing of the season. Pitches a strike call. The key is that he's throwing strikes. He's not walking people. He's gone four and a third, and his previous long outing was four. And that pitch misses just low. One ball, one strike. Actually did that twice. Once uh, over in that uh, South Carolina tournament, first weekend of the season, and then the next week, uh, weekend that, at home against St. Bonaventure. Ball outside for ball two, two and one to Wilhite. Nobody throwing now. Yeah, they may be one person throwing down the bullpen. We're blocked off by a high wall down there. Yeah, we've got that same problem with their bullpen, except worse. Pitch is swung on, pop foul back. That's out of play. Two and two. Will White leading off here in the sixth inning for the Bisons. The pitch popped up, shallow right field. Wright going back, makes a right-hand catch over his head. Wow. <laughs> there was no way that he was going to catch that. He didn't give up on it. What a great job. Tracked it all the way and caught it back over his shoulder for out number one. Looking at the numbers for Sato, he's already got uh, – this will be a season high in strikeouts. He's got five. His previous four high was four. Number 23. Against Will Fairfield Lee. back in February. Here's Kelly. Designated hitter. He's had a sacrifice fly. Drove in their only run in the first inning. Raiders shift on this left-handed hitter. Three infielders to the right of second base. 
And that will leave Jennings all by his lonesome on the left side. Sato with the pitch. A ball outside. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch. Swung on. High in the air to right field, but Snyder's coming in on it, and he has got it for out number two. Two down in the sixth. Batters now Jake Berg. Sato has retired eight in a row. The last player to reach was Berg with a single in the fourth inning. And that was here he is again. That was a leadoff single. And now they shift again for him. Left him stranded at first in that one. Pitch is a bit outside, ball one. Left-hand hitting. Left fielder was the catcher for the Bisons last night. Pitch inside, almost hit him. One ball, one strike. Now Mabry's going to back up into shallow right field. Jennings played over where the shortstop would normally play. Swinging a foul straight back. That looks like, what, eight or ten yards into, into right field. Two, yeah, if it played slow pitch softball, he'd be the short fielder. He sure would. Two balls and a strike. Right-hander comes set and delivers inside. Oh, called a strike. Inside <laughs> corner, I guess. That would surprise you, too. It did. Now with uh, two strikes, uh, Coker and uh, Gabe Jennings change places. Two balls, two strikes to Berg. The pitch. Ground ball up the middle, and even <laughs> with the shift, nobody can get that. Now the, the closest one to uh, fielding that was uh, Sato himself, but it got past him. So back-to-back -back singles by Berg. He's at first with two outs. The batter is Boak. He is 0 for 2 with a strikeout. Parks Boak. Five to one, Raiders leading. We're in the sixth. Pitch is swung on and fouled out of play. Strike one. How about the weather these last two days, John? Just beautiful. Oh, gosh. We might be headed towards spring. Except the ball hit to right field and deep. That one is going to be trouble. Snyder back. He's got it on the warning track. For out number three. That ball did not carry as it appeared when it left the bat. No runs, one hit, one left. Here are your totals after six innings. Middle Tennessee, five runs, six hits, no errors. Lipscomb, one run, four hits, two errors. Five to one, Raiders lead as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Oh, I haven't yet. He's a big tall guy. 43... Is that right? You picture on for the Bisons here in the seventh. Yep. Big tall left-hander. Number 43. And that is be their third Yeah, that pitcher. would be Hayden Frank. Hayden Frank coming on. He, he looks like uh, looks like he's their closer. This is his 15th appearance, all but one of them in relief. He's uh, thrown 19 and two-thirds innings, given up three runs, all earned on 10 hits. 10 hits, uh, seven walks, 24 strikeouts, 1.37 ERA, 0-1 record with three saves. And he will face Gabe Jennings to lead off the seventh for the Raiders. Jennings takes him high in the air to right field, but not deep enough. Coppage backing up and dropped it. And Jennings scoots into second base. That was uh, just a routine fly ball, John. That's the way it looked. Turns into a two-base error. So Jennings will reach, Center fielder, and to his seven, credit, he never stopped four. running. He did not, and uh, we now have a runner in scoring position with uh, nobody out. Jennings at second base. I think he just clanked that one. The batter is Luke Benson. He could be bunting here. He laid down a nice bunt with two strikes in the third inning. He bunts. Roll oh. foul. <laughs> Once it got off that grass, it was yeah. uh, rolling if across could, the foul line. If he could have kept that on the grass, uh, we'd have had runners at first and third. So runner at second, no outs, and one strike on Luke Benson. I bet you he's bunting again. Hayden Frank pitched at the same school that uh, our Ollie Aikens pitched at last year. Well, Frank is a sophomore. He is out of McMinn County, McMinn County High. Bunch keeps this one on the grass. Pitcher picks it up and drops it. Oh, he was going to have a hard time. You got to give him a base hit on that. Over to third is 
Jennings and Benson, who had a hit taken away from him. The right fielder, number nine. Maybe gets it back Eston there. Yeah. Back in the uh, fifth inning, uh, Luke had uh, had that uh, dribbler. Back that, to the mound. Yeah, and the pitcher threw wide. They had originally called that a hit. Dick and I both called it an E1, and the official score changed it. Snyder takes a strike, nothing and one. Frank has uh, had saves in three of his last four games. Swung on, fouled out of play to the right. Two strikes to count. So he played for former Blue Raiders shortstop Matt Ray at McMinn County High School. I remember Matt Ray. As did Ollie Aikens. Two strikes the count to Snyder, the pitch. High ball one. Matt was from down there in uh, in that McMinn County area and went back home to coach after he got out of school. I think he might have played a little pro ball or independent ball after he left middle. Throw to first and the runner bow almost <laughs> threw it away. Had he thrown that one away, that would have been another run because and it would have uh, Luke Benson it would have had a good chance to have been on third base with his speed because that would have gotten down the line. One and two, the count to Snyder. Swing and a miss. Struck him out with a high fastball. That's out number one. That's when you go back to the dugout kicking yourself because, you know, I got fooled on that. I had no business swinging at that baseball. One out, first and third. Here's Coker. Has a double and three trips. Almost hit him, backed him away, ball one. This is a hardest thrower that we've seen out of the Lipscomb pitching yeah. staff today or in two days, I guess. And a big tall guy, he's coming down off that mound hard. And the pitch to the plate, high, ball two. Two and oh. Does it say he's 6'5"? Six, 6'5". Five? Six, five. Looks to me like he might have grown an inch or two since they took that measurement. Lettered three years in basketball, all four years in baseball at high school. Swing and a miss. Two balls and a strike. Oh, he's got a really good earned run average, 1.37. Hit in the air to center field. Runner at third will tag Jennings. And the catch is made. Jennings will score easily after the catch. And the Raiders will lead six to one. So give Coker a run batted in on that sacrifice fly. Now batting the catcher, number 38, Briggs, Rudder. So I'm assuming that would be an unearned run. That would be unearned, yep. As Jennings had reached on the error by the right fielder. Benson still at first, two outs. The batter Briggs Rudder, the catcher. The pitch is oh. an off-speed pitch in for a strike. 
Let's watch Vincent. I think he wants to run. With two outs and a six to one lead. There he goes. Ball hit high in the air to right field. It's going to be a foul ball. Can they catch up to it? The right fielder, and he misjudged it. Go, ran, uh, ran, uh, ran over past it. it. Ran past it. Wow. Kovic is not having an easy inning in right field, is That'll it? That'll be the second strike on Rudder. And Frank must be thinking to himself, well, I guess I'm going to have to strike them all out, huh? Two strikes the count, the pitch. Struck him out, got out of the inning. And that is all in the seventh. But for the uh, Raiders, they pick up a run on one hit. There was an error and one man left. Seventh inning stretch time here at Ken Dugan Field in Nashville, Middle Tennessee. Six, Lipscomb one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders leading six to one. Kota Sato will He's back out there, isn't he? Wow. Start his sixth inning of work. Actually, uh, already pitched five and a third. David Coppage, the right fielder, who might have wanted to hide in the deep crevice of the press box of the dugout after those two misadventures in right field, will lead off and takes a strike call. He's been hit by a pitch and has fly to center. Coppage dropped a fly ball and then misjudged a foul fly ball, which he probably should have caught. Pitch the plate, swing and a miss, strike two. Well, if we had ended up with a hit and uh, they, the official score could have given him an error on that foul ball that he did not catch. Here's the 0-2, swung on and grounded foul over by the home dugout down the third base side. Count remains two strikes, six to one Raiders. We're at the bottom of the seventh inning. This long-standing series has been very close. Tonight being the 44th game 
And the Raiders with a 23-20 edge. Pitch fouled out of play. Count holds it two strikes. 3 infielders to the left of second base. They've been shifting on just about every hitter. And there's a foul past third, and count remains two strikes. For years and years and years, Lipscomb was a, a power in the NAIA ranks. There's a ball hit foul to left and out of play. Then came in to the NCAA. Haven't done too bad in Division I, have they? They have not. They won their division last year in the Atlantic Sun. There's a swing and a miss. Struck him out. Went after a high fastball. And that's strikeout number six for Sato. With one out, the batter is Chaz Bertolani. Now batting the catcher, number one, Chaz Bertolani. He has struck out and fouled out, 0 for 2. Lipscomb last year finished 20 and 10 in their conference and won the Western Division. Pitch high, ball one. Overall, they won 36 games a year ago, 36 and 22. One ball, no strikes. There's the strike called, one and one. Got that corner with the fastball. Lipscomb will be at home this weekend against Bellarmine, and that's a conference, three-game conference series for them Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The pitch. Swing and a miss. One and two. He's just come after him. Oh, just missed high. Took a little bit off that pitch. Well, Bertolotti is a short guy, and uh, that was probably a strike to another hitter. Here's the 2-2 pitch. That was just low, 3-2. and two. Raiders do not shift for him. Standard infield. And the pitch to the plate, foul back over our heads, out of play. Don, that might get John, I, I, I thought you did a magnificent job driving through <laughs> rush hour traffic to get us here on time. Oh, all fours over his head, and that one got away from. That's uh, Dakota. Yeah, he's in what his fifth uh, first walk. He's given up. Yeah, five and two thirds before he uh, walks his first batter. Here is Caleb Ketchup, the shortstop, speedy shortstop. One out of three. Yeah. He's going to be hard. Uh, even if we get the ground ball, he's going to be hard to double up. Mabry, uh, all three infielders to the left of second base. Pitches a bit low for ball one. He is single, struck out, and fly to center. 
Raiders do have somebody throwing, but we can't see, as Dick pointed out. The pitch. Strike called, one and one. Now, if the ball is hit to Mabry, who's just to the left of second base, he's got nobody to throw to at second. Yeah, he's he'd going have to, to win the race to the bag. That's right. Pitches a strike, one and two. Because the other two infielders are too far away. One ball, two strikes. Popped him up, right side, very high. Snyder coming in. He calls for it and makes the grab <laughs> for out number two. Ordinarily, that is a ball that Mabry just kind of drifts out Senior lazily under. Alex Bergara. Snyder had to come a long, long way to make that play. So two outs, and the batter is Bergara. 0 for 2. He has struck out, fly to left, and has been hit by a pitch. And they're staying in that... Uh, in that shift. Runner at first, two outs. At least they don't need the double play here. Swing and a miss. One strike to count. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders leading six to one. Lipscomb with two outs and a runner at first. The pitch right in there, strike two call. Time call, Jerry Myers out of the dugout. With a count of 0-2. He's not going to take him out, is he? Yeah. Yes, he is. I believe he is. There's the call to the bullpen. So we'll have a new pitcher coming in with two outs in the seventh inning and two strikes on the batter. We'll tell you who he is. We'll take a break and back with that pitching change after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. So if he's Raiders have made a pitching change with two outs and two strikes on the batter. James Sells will come in to take up the pitching duties. Yeah, James Sells coming on his uh, team leading 16th appearance, all in relief. He's thrown 35 innings, giving up 27 runs, 19 of them earned on 47 hits, 13 walks, 26 strikeouts. He's got a 4.89 ERA and 
one and two record and six saves. This is not a save situation. Came in in the uh, second game of the UTSA series. <clears throat> San Antonio pitched two thirds of an inning. Did not get any uh, support from his teammates. Gave up three hits and four runs, but none of the runs were earned. Uh, what he needs to do right now is come in and throw <clears throat> one strike. So the runner at first is Bertolani, and the count to Vergara. Strike well, there's strike three. Struck him out swinging, and the inning is over. He did exactly what you said, John. And in the inning, no runs, no hits. One man left. We will go to the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee six, Lipscomb one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the top of the eighth inning. Raiders leading six to one as the Bisons have brought in another pitcher. And uh, John will tell you about Ethan Smith. I sure will. There we go. Ethan Smith making his 10th appearance. Uh, he's sixth in relief. He's thrown 19 and third in. He's given up 19 runs. 17 of them earned on 23 hits. Nine walks. 21 strikeouts. A 7.91 ERA. A 1-0 record. So Sato goes six, is that right? That is correct. Goes six innings, gives them no runs on three hits, one walk, and what did we count? Five strikeouts, six strikeouts. Uh, six strikeouts. James Sells came in and threw the final strike to Vergara, struck him out and to end the inning. And... Uh, I assume he will stay in for the eighth and ninth. Yeah, and Sells gets credit for the strikeout in that case. JT Mabry will lead it off against the new pitcher, Ethan Smith. 6-2, he is out of Mount Juliet. Transfer from the University of Tennessee as he played three seasons at Vanderbilt. So he's kind of hopping around around the state of Tennessee. There's a strike call, nothing in one. I wonder if we ever saw him. In he's a fifth-year senior, so he's uh, this will be his last year. Down the right field line, that may be a tough catch, and it's going to be hauled in by Coppage. May yeah, have been in foul territory. It was. 
Umpire signaled foul territory. So Coppage, who had a rough seventh inning, makes a pretty good running catch there for out number one. The batter is Jackson Galloway. Jackson 0 for 2 with a run scored after drawing a walk in the sixth inning. Takes the first pitch low for ball one. Oh. Swung on, fouled again down the right side. This one on the ground. And it's one and one. Boy, Smith has got some great credentials. But hasn't fared very well here at Lipscomb. Ball two, two and one. Made four starts early in the season and was compiled an earned oh, run average of nine. Nice. And you those see that, four strikes. See that slider he just threw? Two and two. That was a mean hook. And the pitch. Inside ball three. So a full count. Jackson Galloway. Batting here in the eighth. And strike three is called. That was a fastball right down the middle. For out number two. The designated hitter, number 33. So Smith played his first three seasons at Vanderbilt, transferred to Tennessee, played his fourth season there, transferred here, and this is his fifth season, so he's done after this year. And had some great credentials. There's a strike call to Jeremiah Boyd. He would like to see a, a good fastball down the middle. He hit one out here an inning ago. Ball outside, one and one. Two-run homer in the sixth inning for Boyd. Was his ninth of the year. He leads the Raiders in that department. Swung on, off the handle of the bat. First baseman is going to take it and retire the side. So three up and, and three down. In no the eighth, no hits, no errors. nothing across for the Raiders. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee six, six Lipscomb one the on the eight. Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders leading here by a score of 6-1. to one. James Sells came in through one pitch in the bottom of the seventh. 
It was a strike, and he got the batter Procaro to strike out. Now he'll start clean here in the eighth with Mason Lundgren, the first baseman. A left-handed hitter. Raiders shift for him. A little tap, first base side. That's going to be a foul ball. D.J. Wright fielded it outside the line. That got close to being a fair ball. One strike to count. <laughs> that ball couldn't have been a foot in front of first base when it finally went foul. Lundgren was hustling down the line. Yeah. He thought it had a chance to be a fair ball. And I think he would have been probably beat it out if he had, uh, if it had been. One strike to count. Lundgren is 0 for 2 with a walk. Drew a walk in the first inning when Lipscomb scored their only run. Pitch is a strike call. Nothing in two. JT Mabry 10, 12 feet into the outfield grass. And DJ Wright is really guarding that line at first base. Swing and a foul out of play. The only person guarding the line at third is the third base umpire. <laughs> Isn't this the guy that uh, we had this uh, the, the shift on for that uh, Jackson Galloway ran down in foul territory his yes. last at bat? Yes, it is. Pitch misses outside, one and two. So Galloway, ever alert, is playing a normal left field. Other two outfielders are playing him to pull the pitch. Low, that bounces away. I think that hit home plate. Yeah, I think so. I tell you, if uh, this guy could go opposite field, he could run for a long time. Two balls, two strikes. Left center field, and Galloway chasing it. Wow. Caught it. What wow. a catch. <laughs> Galloway, that ball has, was, he has robbed Lundgren of a double. That ball was headed to the gap. Now betting. That one deserves a star in my book. Oh, gosh, yeah. One out in the eighth inning. Here's Wilhite. One right, for that, three. If that ball had gotten down, that was set it towards being a triple, wasn't it? Ball on the field from the Raider bullpen. I guess somebody's over there throwing. One out in the eighth. Will Hoyt as a single in the third inning has struck out and popped out. First pitch, ball one. Outside, ball two, two and oh. James Sells from Winchester, Tennessee. Over but low, ball three, three and oh. Don't think we've got anybody throwing in our bullpen at the moment. One out in the eighth. And the right-hander delivers a strike call, three and one. <laughs> Will Hoyt thought he was uh, going to get rid of that bat and go to first base. Infielders three on the left side of second base. There's a swing and a foul. The count goes full. 
Three and two. Sells for the pitch. Missed inside and walked him. It's the third walk issued by Blue Raider pitchers. Peterson had one. Sato had one. And now Sells with a walk. Runner first one out for Austin Kelly. 0 for 3. Three fly ball outs. One of those drove in a run in the first inning. Sato went five and two-thirds inning before he gave up that one walk. Sells with the pitch. Ground ball to short. Perfect double play ball. Coker takes it himself. Throws to first for the double play, and the inning is over. No runs, no hits. Nobody left. We have completed eight innings in Nashville. Middle Tennessee six, Lipscomb one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the ninth inning and another pitcher coming on. It'll be the fifth pitcher for Lipscomb tonight. Another left-hander is uh, Matthew Bonnert. And Bonnert making his fifth appearance all in relief. He's thrown three and two-thirds innings. He's given up one run. It was earned on four hits, four walks, five strikeouts. A 2.45 ERA. No record, but he does have one save. 5-7 out of Cave Creek, Arizona. Came uh, to Lipscomb after two seasons at South Mountain Community College. I assume that's in the great southwest, but I don't know. So only... Uh, his fifth appearance, as John said. Last time out, pitched one inning at Stetson back on April the 16th, gave up an earned run on and two hits. And leading it off in that one the inning. Blue Raiders in the top of the ninth. The first baseman number 17, DJ, DJ Wright. Wright's hit the ball well tonight, been safe on an arrow, has doubled and then lined out hard to third base. That's the one you put the star beside, isn't it? Oh, yeah, there's a pitch back to the backstop. Yeah. Inauspicious start for the left-hander, yeah. Bonner. Hit the ball. Yeah, 
And the pitch to the plate is high and outside. Ball two. Two and oh. Bonnard has thrown a couple wild pitches in that three and two-thirds innings that uh, he's gone so far this year. They both came in his first outing of the season. There's ball three, three and oh. And he has hit a batter, so. There's a strike three and one to DJ. Gabe Jennings would be next. And a 3-1, taken for strike two. Ah. Hmm. DJ had started first base. Yeah, I think I'm about as surprised as DJ was. So a full count now, three and two. Swing and a foul back. Kevin Nichols has had a little business over third base tonight. A lot he's more than last night. He's waved six runners home. Matt DeLuya coaching at first. Swing and a miss, and DJ's out on strikes for out number one. So Boddard strikes out the first batter he faces after getting behind 3-0. Here's Gabe Jennings. Has single, hit back to the mound, and uh, been safe when the right fielder dropped his fly ball. He came around to score later on in that inning. Next pitch high, ball one. Looking ahead to the bottom of the ninth, the Lipscomb will have their six, seven, eight batters coming up against James Sells. We assume it will be Sells. Pitch swung on and missed. One ball and one strike. The Raider third baseman. Abe Jennings out of nearby Wilson County, Lebanon. Went to Wilson Central High School. And the pitch. Check swing. No appeal. Two balls and a strike. Gabe has paid his dues. He, This is his third year. He has been a utility player, utility infielder for the first two seasons. Won the third base job and drives one to center for a base hit. That's his second hit of the game. And the first off the new pitcher, Potter. Number seven, Luke Vincent. Here's Luke Vincent. Well, Gabe Jennings was a shortstop in high school. We're going to need a shortstop next year with uh, Brett Coker, a senior. Do you move Coker o or Jennings over, or do you let him stay at third base? Because he's not been a, my call. <laughs> he's been a terrific third baseman. Benson around the butt did not offer. Yeah. Ball one to count. Look that ball though. Luke looked that ball into the catcher's mitt. Just wasn't going to be a very good pitch to bunt. Left-hander ready, swung it away, hit it in the hole of the left field against the shift as the Raiders have the first, uh, well, have first and second occupied now with one out here in the ninth. 
What a nice job of opposite field hitting. Didn't try to do too much, but guided that ball through that uh, that hole right fielder, that they were giving him on the left side. side. Runners at first and second, back-to-back -back hits by Jennings and Benson. And that will bring the top of the batting order up. Here's Eston Snyder as a single in four trips. That was a wee, wheel, a wee Willie Keeler type of hit. Hit him where they ain't hit. Snyder takes a strike, nothing in one. You can tell he was thinking about that one. I think he knows that that was a pretty good pitch. That was might be one that he could have done something with. Now they're giving him an opportunity to go opposite field here. And a pitch. Swing and a foul out of play, nothing in two. Looked like that's what he was trying to do. He did hit it foul to that right side. Two strikes the count. Runners lead at first and second. High for a ball. One and two. You'd really like to get a couple more runs here because we found out last night how productive these guys can be. Brett Coker waiting to hit next. And the pitch. Sky foul. I think it's going to get out of play. First baseman over, but that one is safely out of play, and the count holds at one and two. Just to the right of the Blue Raider dugout down the first base side. Just beyond the stands. And a young man down there has a baseball. And they announced at some point he could go trade that in at the concession stand for a small popcorn. I think that baseball. I'd, I'd rather have the baseball. I think the baseball is worth a whole lot more than a small popcorn. Whoa. Slam foul past third. Temperature has dropped from the game time reading of 82. It's now 73, but still pleasant. Count holding one and two to Eston Snyder. A left-hander delivers and he fouled it to the screen. And again, it looked like he was trying to go opposite field. Snyder making this left-hander throw some pitches. That right fielder is playing awfully shallow. And the pitch. Fouled again off to the right. That'll be headed. It's going to be behind the Blue Raider bullpen down the right field line. Count holding at one and two. Two pitch foul straight back. We'll do it again. He's hanging in there. That said, four foul balls, five, something like that. I don't put them down, but I think it must be about five. High ball two, two and two. 
Whoever's keeping pitch count puts them down, but they don't change the count. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch up the middle, past the pitcher. Shortstop steps on second, throws to first safe. They get the force at second. That one went right over the pitcher's mound. And the shortstop catch-up picked it up near the bag, took one step, tagged the bag, threw to first just a bit late to get Snyder. But they do get Vincent coming down on the force play. And that moves Jennings to third, and that gets a that gets a visit to the, the mound. First and third with two outs. Snyder, the runner at first, and Jennings over at third. Snyder's probably the only one other than perhaps Luke Vinson that beats uh, uh, keeps that from being a double play. Coker will be the hitter. He hit one deep in the sixth inning that we thought might get out of here, clanked off the wall for a double. Then he had a sacrifice fly in the seventh inning. So the pitching coach, Matt Myers, with a quick visit to the mound. I would expect Snyder to run at some point in time in this at bat. Thurston third, two outs. The left-hander with the pitch, taking first strike, nothing and one. Lefty comes set. Strike two call right down the middle. That's two pitches that have just split the plate. Yeah. Got to pull the trigger. There he goes. And the runner was coming in from third. They were going to try a double steal, John, but strike three called, put an end to all that. That is going to be it in the ninth. No runs. No runs on two hits. Raiders strand two. We will go to the bottom of the ninth inning. All right, Middle Tennessee six, Lipscomb one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. 
Throw goes down to second. We go to the bottom of the ninth. James Sells will try to close it out for the Raiders as Jake Berg will lead it off. Berg has two singles in his last two times at bat. And he was hit by a pitch earlier, so he's working on a perfect night at the plate. Left-handed hitter, they shipped for him. Again, Mabry stepping back, playing in short right field, swing and a miss, strike one. Jennings playing where the shortstop would normally play. Coker's over on the right side of second base and Mabry playing shallow right field. Strike call. Nothing in two to Berg. Bulk would be next. With two strikes, now Coker and uh, Jennings trade places. Swing and a foul tip. I'm not sure I understand that, but I know there's got to be a reason behind it. And the That's outfielders the, are just playing straight up, aren't they? Yep. I mean, the Braves did that last year every time they, they shifted with two strikes. All outside, one and two. Personally, I'm glad to see that done away with in big league baseball. The crazy shifts? Yes. One and two, the count. Ground ball to short. Coker backhands, long throw, safe. DJ couldn't handle the throw. I don't think the throw was in the dirt either. Did you see that, John? Yeah, it looked like uh, he should have handled it. So I don't know if they're going to charge an error on Coker or on Wright. should be an error on somebody. I think they're discussing that. It looks to me like uh, that's probably an E3. Batter would be Bulk. And that is an error. Oh, they gave him a hit. The pitch. Strike call. It is an error. Okay. Bulk has struck out, flight out, hit into a fielder's choice, 0 for 3. Pitches inside, breaking ball, misses, 1 and 1. So who did they charge the arrow? Uh, they to? charged it to DJ Wright. Okay. E3. Th yep. I think that's his first error of the season. One ball, one strike. Fastball down the middle. Strike two called. One and two. Sales with the pitch. Got that ball by got away. Runner, a wild pitch. Runner down to second base. That's Berg. Mm. That will be a wild pitch. And the count two and two. Well, that takes the double play out of order. The 2-2 two -two pitch, over but low, ball three. So a full count to Parks Bulk, the second baseman. 
Right-handed hitter. Runner at second, no outs. Bottom of the ninth, the Raiders leading 6-1. to one. Ground ball in the hole, that's a base hit. And the runner, who had to see if the ball was going to go through, delays and comes to third. So first and third, no outs. It's first hit off Sells. And the batter will be Coppage. Number two, David Coppage. At this point, you're having to say to yourself, are those two runners that we left on base in the uh, in the top of the ninth going to come back to haunt us. Coppage has flied to center and struck out. He's also been hit by a pitch. He bats from the right side. Infield double play depth. Sells with the pitch. Fly ball to center field. Benson moving over. Under it, makes the catch. The runner at third will tag and score. The Raiders don't particularly care about that run. They wanted the out. And that'll be an unearned run against uh, Sells. Six to two. Sacrifice fly by Coppage. First run the Bisons have scored since the first inning. One out, runner at first, and the batter is Bertolani. The catcher that's in this thing with a double play. What do you say? It works for me. Sells of the pitch. Strike call, nothing in one. Bertolani has hit into a double play. Ball as high as a catcher, John. One and one. What more need be said? <laughs> uh, you'd rather, uh, you'd just soon get this thing over right now and not have to fool with ketchup. Inside ball two, two and one. Sells goes for a little rosin. Six to two, we're in the bottom of the ninth, one out. Right-hander comes set, and a strike is called. Two balls, two strikes to Bartolani, who has struck out, fouled out, and walked. Has to duck under that, ball three. Sounds to me like James Sells has a fan down below us. Full count now, three and two. And the pitch. Strike three call. Caught the outside corner. That is out number two. And the batter is Caleb Ketchup. Now batting the shortstop, number eight, Caleb. Let off the first inning for Lipscomb with a single, stole second and third, came around to score and a sacrifice fly, and that has been the only run Lipscomb has scored until this ninth inning. It is six to two. Ketchup has flied out twice, struck out. 
The runner goes. The Raiders are going to give him second base. Strike call. You just call that defensive indifference. Nothing in one to count. I expect they'd give him third if they wanted it. And the pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Not going to be able to uh, do an interview from the field again. We've got some equipment problems with our wireless setup. So we apologize ahead of time for that. Two strikes to count. All outside. Count goes to one and two. Runner at second base is Bulk. And the one two pitch. Strike three call. Oh, and the ball game is over. Sales caught him looking. And in the inning, one run. There was one hit, there was an error, and one left. So James Sells comes on to close it out. And the Raiders win by a score of six and that's your final to score. two. Middle Tennessee State, six. Lipscomb, on the two. board, the totals are six runs, nine hits, and one error for the Raiders. Two runs, five hits, and three errors for Lipscomb. So stay with us, and we'll be back to wrap it up for you. Our postgame show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and welcome into our post-game show as the Raiders defeat Lipscomb 6-2 in Nashville. As uh, Middle Tennessee evens its season record at 18 and 18, Lipscomb falls to 19 and 18 on the year. The uh, Raiders fell behind early in the game and that first inning threatened to be a replay of last night's uh, game in in Murfreesboro when Lipscomb scored four in the first inning. But uh, the starter, Caleb Peterson, Got two outs in the first inning, but left with the bases loaded. Gave way to Kota Sato. He got the last out, and the Bisons were only able to get the one run, and that came on a sacrifice fly. So they led one to nothing. The Raiders tied it up in the third on a base hit by uh, Gabe Jennings and an RBI single by Eston Snyder after an error let D.J. Wright get to first base. So it was one to one. Raiders took a two to run lead in the fifth inning on a double by D.J. And uh, he was actually scored on a pass ball to make it three to one. Then three runs in the sixth inning. Coker with a double and he was driven in by J.T. Mabry with a sacrifice fly after a sacrifice bunt by Rudder, and then after Galloway walked, Jeremiah Boyd hit one out of the ballpark for his ninth home run of the year, a two-run over, and that made it uh, a five-to-one game. Raiders added another run in the seventh. Jennings lived on an error and was driven in by Coker with a sacrifice fly. And in the bottom of the ninth, Lipscomb picked up a run off James Sells, but Sells closed it out going uh, two and a third innings for Middle Tennessee. The final box scores in, and we can give you the final official totals for Middle Tennessee. Six runs, nine hits, one error, and they left uh, five men on, and for Lipscomb, two runs, five hits, three errors. They stranded eight. Kota Sato gets the win. That's his first win, John, as a Blue Raider. Well, he is one and one. And it was well-deserved. I tell you what, uh, uh, he saved the Raiders' bacon there in that first inning because, as you said, 
it had last night written all over it. And he came in, got that out, and then was just absolutely terrific um, until the seventh inning. Goes uh, six full innings. That's uh, his longest as a Raider. And uh, if you remember back to February, they wanted to use him as a starter. And he started uh, a game uh, in uh, over in the uh, the Carolina tournament. And then he started one of the Bonaventure games. Uh, wasn't able to get the job done as a starter. Well, when you go out and throw six innings like he did tonight, you got to be thinking in terms of another start for Actually him. was removed with two strikes on the batter and two outs in the inning, but he was on a pitch count. His pitch count was 101 pitches, so uh, his... Uh, he his, was on the top end for sure. Yeah, that, that arm's going to be uh, probably a little tender tomorrow, but James Sells came in, he got that uh, strikeout with one pitch and then finished up the last two innings, and the Raiders win it 6-2. to two. And what else you got on the uh, stat sheet, John? Well, I think we need to talk about Kota uh, um, uh, Sato some more. Goes six innings, no runs on just three hits. That's called scattering them. And uh, here was an important stat for him. Six strikeouts, but just one walk. And that was not until that last inning uh, that he was pitching. Over on the uh, the Lipscomb side, they had four pitchers go. Uh, the starter, uh, Micah Dunkelberger, goes five. Colin Witzke, uh, two innings. Ethan Smith, an inning. Uh, Matthew Bonard, uh, an inning. Typical uh, midweek game up here at Lipscomb. A lot of pitchers uh, on the Lipscomb side. James Sells. That one strike he threw in that seventh inning, that uh, that paid for the price of admission. Up on the hitting side, uh, um, Raiders had uh, one uh, one guy with uh, multiple hits. Gabe Jennings goes uh, two for four. Big uh, important hit though for Jeremiah Boyd. He goes one for two, and that one was a big home run. A couple RBIs with that. He really needed uh, a hit like that. Maybe that'll get him back on track because uh, we know he can hit. Uh, so we'll see. We needed this win, though, uh, with Rice coming in on Friday night. 6-2 to two the final, 2 hours, 48 minutes, the time of this game. And the Raiders even their record at 18-18. and 18, And will host the Rice Owls in a three-game weekend series Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Six o'clock Friday night for the opener. We'll be on the air with our pregame show at 545. I'd like to thank all the folks here at Lipscomb for uh, getting us set up. This first time in three or four road games I've been inside a press box, John. And it, was, <laughs> it was very pleasant uh, well, working here tonight as, as always. Raiders now lead the season series, uh, lead the all-time series 24-20. to 20 after 44 games against uh, the Lipscomb Bisons. That's going to do it uh, for us here from Ken Dugan Field. Our studio producer has been Connor Haynes. For John Callow, this is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Friday night with more Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. 
This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.